This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. With international travel resuming, it's important to prepare friends and family members visiting from overseas for Australia's strict border checks. Australia's biosecurity laws prohibit importation of certain goods that may seem harmless but can have a devastating impact on our environment and agriculture. If caught trying to bring in these goods without declaring, people can face hefty fines and even visa cancellation. Australia has strict biosecurity laws and procedures to ensure that goods entering our borders do not harm our unique environment and agricultural industries. The Department of Agriculture, Water and Environment regulates products imported into the country through the Biosecurity Import Condition System, BICON. Alan Self, the operations manager at Brisbane Airport, says it's a traveller's responsibility to know about what they can and cannot bring into the country and comply with the department's import conditions. When arriving from overseas, all passengers must complete an incoming passenger card declaring any goods that may pose a biosecurity risk like food, animal products and plant material, including wooden articles. Biosecurity officers inspect declared goods and decide whether the goods can safely enter the country or require treatment, export or destruction. Mr Self says while many commodities are allowed into Australia, the ones that pose a risk of introducing harmful pests and diseases are prohibited unless the department has granted a special import permission. Fresh fruit could bring in live insects or plant diseases that we don't have. Just to give you an example, a piece of fruit that entered entered Queensland a number of years ago, bought in papaya fruit fly. And in one year alone, it was $20 million worth of lost exports to the Queensland economy through the introduction of that particular pest, just in mango exports to Japan alone. So it's really important that those kind of products don't come into Australia unless they're allowed to under special permission. Australia is free of animal diseases such as foot and mouth disease, avian influenza H5N and African swine fever. An outbreak of such conditions can have a devastating impact on Australia's agricultural economy. That's why Mr Self says all meat products must be declared. So a piece of undeclared meat products such as dried beef or pork products, salamis or sausages, could introduce foot and mouth disease or African swine fever, which could cost Australian economies like billions of dollars to try and eradicate. So the consequences to everyone is a price of meat or pork products that you'll find in your supermarket would rise substantially if something like swine fever or foot and mouth got in. And of course, with less products being available on the shelf, the quality declines and the price goes up. Incoming passengers can bring saltwater fish into Australia as long as it is gutted and gilled, but freshwater fish are not allowed, as Mr Self explains. You aren't allowed to bring filleted fish except for fish from freshwater species such as salmon and trout, but any sea fish or ocean fish, as long as they're filleted, there's no limited limit on them. But if you're going to bring the whole fish, it must be gutted and gilled. It must have the insides of the fish removed and there's a 10 kilo limit on that. Once again, the disease carrying aspects of the fish would be in the uh, guts and gills of the particular fish. Other foods, including dairy products, cakes, honey and seafood are subject to inspection. Commodities like rice, pulses and crop seeds are generally restricted from entering the country for private use. 
bags of rice, bags of pulses such as seeds, beans, chickpeas, soybeans, lentils, mung beans. These are all the things that Australia is really good at growing. And because we're good at growing, we're able to export our surplus stocks to the rest of the world. We're making money for the country. And so if you bring these commodities in from overseas, they could very well have new diseases. So uh, crop seeds also, such as wheat, barley, raw peanuts, they also fit into that same category. Unless accompanied by a valid import permit, eggs, live animals, plants, cuttings, wooden products and other biological materials are also not allowed. However, seeds for sowing may be permitted, Mr Self explains. Seeds for sowing must be declared as they may be permitted, but we need to check our database to make sure that that particular species of seed is permissible or allowed to come into the country. And also, any seeds that anyone wants to bring in, they must be commercially packaged and must have the correct botanical name on the packaging so that we can check to make sure that particular species is permitted. Mr Self says the consequences for not declaring these goods can be quite severe. Those fines, uh, they could range from $444 for small breaches, so not declaring wooden items, basketware, which could have insects, eggs, fresh eggs, $444. The next step of the fines is $332, which is six penalty units for, say, not declaring fresh fruit. Probably the, the most hefty fine that a biosecurity officer can issue on the spot is $2,600, uh, and that would be for not declaring meat products. He points out that if the undeclared goods pose a significant biosecurity risk, the traveller attempting to import them may even be refused entry into Australia. So certain classifications of visas for entry into Australia could be jeopardised, and that could be student visas, 457 visas, transit visas, or just a tourist visa. We have had situations where these classifications of visas have been cancelled on arrival if we find non-Australian citizens fail to declare goods that could bring in significant disease. Australian Border Force Acting Superintendent Matthew Rowe says travellers should be wary when buying certain souvenirs from overseas sellers. Well, any item that can cause harm to, to people in Australia is, is regulated in some way, and, and that's the job of the Australian Border Force, is to identify those goods at the border and make sure that they don't find their way into the community. So we often see uh, weapons such as throwing stars, crossbows, knuckle dusters, other things that can be found um, in other parts of Asia that overseas sellers will often tell people they can bring into Australia, when in reality the goods are prohibited and the person may end up being fined or, or facing prosecution if they do bring them back in. Mr Rowe says the Department of Home Affairs must give a written permission before firearms can be imported. So many items are controlled and can only be imported into Australia if you do have a permit. So firearms are an example of that. So for a permit to be issued by a relevant state or police force is what would be required to import um, a firearm into Australia. While medicines for personal use are allowed, they often require a prescription or letter from your doctor written in English. Uh, the importation of prescription drugs often requires a, a prescription from a doctor, for example, so it's important that people are paying attention to those types of things when, when bringing those goods across the border. When in doubt, Mr Rowe says the best thing to do is to declare the goods on your incoming passenger card and approach an Australian Border Force officer for help. Well, if you do find yourself in an Australian port, uh, airport with, with an item that they think might be illegal or prohibited, they should declare it on their incoming passenger card and speak to an ABF officer. 
if you're unsure, please declare it. We do have a wide range of translation cards available that can assist you. And we may also have an officer that does speak your language that can, can help you work through your IPC. For further information on what goods you can bring into Australia, visit the Department of Agriculture, Water and the Environment website. And if you're planning on bringing alcoholic beverages, cigarettes, electronic equipment and valuable items like jewellery, check with the Australian Department of Home Affairs. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.